Hi, I'm Chud X. And I'm Lanny. And this is the world as it is today. And welcome, everybody. We have Adam from Deborah Gets Red Pilled here with us today. Woo. And very excited to get to talk to our friend. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been really excited for this all week. That's great. Awesome. Good to see you. You got new glasses. Yeah, I sure did. I finally uh, sucked it up and wore a mask to the optometrists. I got yeah. kicked out the last time I went. Was that like in 2020? It was when the mask mandate was lifted, but you had to wear one at a oh, medical facility. Stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Bummer. And you have a mustache. I also haven't seen that. Yeah. You know, I just got to throw this in there. It would be way cooler if you were talking about that five years ago. You're like, yeah, I had to throw on a mask to go get glasses because I robbed <laughs> the place. Yeah. <laughs> I know how different it was then for sure. When you used to be able to tell the the creeps and the rapists because they were wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the creeps and the rapists are the ones not wearing the mask, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So how's, Jury's out. How's the old kitchen remodel coming? Oh, it's it's getting there. Um, I'm going to rent. I just like pulled off all these old like acoustic tiles from our mm-hmm. ceiling. I'm pulling out like a million staples right now. And I'm going to rent a drum sander tomorrow and sand down the floors before they put the cabinets in. So I don't have to like work around them, but it's all, yeah, it's getting there. They're putting drywall up over stuff and plumbers going to be done tomorrow. Inspection for plumbing's on Monday. So yeah, it's getting there. Very very cool. Awesome. Sounds like a lot's happening real fast. That's great. Yeah. Little by little when it comes together, that's going to be really nice. Yeah. I can't wait cool there's like an exposed wall to our house right now it was 34 degrees in here yesterday uh, morning so <laughs> yeah you'll be ready to be done with that. that'll wake you up in the morning I know, it was yeah. cold we had like freezing freezing fog here this morning so yeah. everything was all sparkly when i got up yeah Man, it gets uh, way colder where you guys lived and where i live it's uh it's rare when it's actually foggy and frozen yeah because usually the time. fog seems to warm stuff up it's like a blanket i didn't even know that was a thing yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not often. It's only happened a couple times that I've ever remembered. It was, yeah. it was still reasonably foggy this morning, although I could see the moon through it. So it's like we were in a low, shallow fog or something like that. Did you guys see those pictures of the, the chemtrails I, saw, I put up today? I saw your picture. Yeah. She told me about the, it. The like swirly patterns. That it's was crazy. insane. And they're like, I've, it's like three of them, like in a row, like one of those like old art pens that had like three heads on it where you could oh, like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have never seen that because uh, it's usually straight lines because when a plane's going in a straight line, you just assume it's going somewhere. Yeah. But when it's swirling like that, you're kind of like, wait, what were they? What's the point of this? They're just corkscrewing. Yeah. Yeah. It's crash landing. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get the last of these chemicals out of my jet before I crash. I don't know, but it was definitely. And then you could see like the clouds nearby it were those wispy ones, like when the chemtrails spread out. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot of that here today, too. Yeah. I saw one a couple of weeks ago. It was nuts. And when I say one, it was like at least five. I didn't see any of them being laid down, but it was right after I got out of work. I was starting to drive and I got to the spot where I could see up at the sky really good. And I look up and there were five of them crisscrossed with like a center point making just this. It looked like an asterisk coming all the way across the whole sky. Sacred geometry. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they just start doing pentagrams. They're like, oh fuck it. Let's just yeah, like, well. we'll just get no one's paying attention anymore. Yeah. Um, so we were like thinking of talking about um 80s and 90s kids programming because that's I a fun it. topic. I watched a lot of TV in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and when we've talked to you before, it's like we always seem to kind of like line up on stuff we remember. I was talking about on Halloween watching Erie, Indiana, and you like knew what I was talking about. I actually watched that show when it was on. Yeah, so did I with my little brother. And uh, it was actually it held up pretty well. It reminds me of like Ray Bradbury theater vibe for but for kids. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is that like that programming was really weird. And like kids TV is a lot different now. And I've, I've, there's like a few things that stick out in my mind that were really impactful to me when I was a kid that I watched and okay. just kind of thinking if we like, we can all share 
I'm sure I think remember. like we're going to trigger each other because I was trying to think of some like kids programming stuff that really hit it off for me, but I couldn't really think of anything specific. Yeah. I watched a lot of stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. think I think once we get going, we'll start remembering things for, for each sure. Other. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a good three movies in my in my back pocket, but that could, that yeah. could get a lot bigger a lot very quickly. Why don't you pick one to start? All right. With? First one I'm going to do is uh, Flight of the Navigator. You seen remember it, that? Can't, seen it, can't remember it. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna. Is that some the memories. one with the little <laughs> alien in the spaceship? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like okay. a kid kid goes with him on an adventure. I, I rewatched it just a couple of years ago with, uh, with my son. Okay. And it was, uh, it was very, holy shit. <laughs> because it was one of my favorite movies. Uh, we, we had a, a dubbed copy of it that we got off TV, you know, had the ads in it and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but the, the whole movie, it's a Disney film made okay. by NASA. The yeah. whole thing is made by NASA. Yeah. And it's about a kid who he's like looking for his brother out in the woods and he falls down this ravine. This is right at the very beginning. He falls down this ravine, climb, gets knocked out, like wakes up and it's dark and he climbs back out and he goes to go home and it's been 30 years and everyone has aged 30 years except for him. Mm-hmm. And like, was he like a miss? Was he like missing? Yeah. He was like, he'd been missing stuff. Yeah, like his family missed him. But I specifically remember when he goes back to his house, the people in his house are a new family because his family doesn't live in that same house anymore. And I remember that scaring the shit out of me when I was little. Like, what if you just went out to play and then you came back and your family's gone? Yeah, it's different people in yeah. your house. And, you know, then his, his little brother is older than him once he does find his family. And, you know, like the the cops are driving around with him after he's reported as being an edit what what he thought was his house and they're driving around there they're, he's trying to tell him what year it is and all this stuff and uh uh they're they're like trying to tell him that no like ronald reagan is our president and he's like going the actor like what <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about well, they do that in uh that's in uh back to the future also mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah, totally totally, totally. That's same so same, he yeah, was same time he frame. was from the 50s yeah it was like older and like then, he was <laughs> and uh, then he transported to present day 1986 or whatever right right okay so it wasn't 2016 no we're okay future where nasa really gets their hooks in with it is the family does what any family would do (laughs) they're they're like 13 year old son didn't age for a bunch of years and he came back so they sent him to nasa to be studied and they imprison him he's 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 a prisoner there. He's, he's not allowed him. out. Sarah Jessica Parker is his uh, is his nurse who kind of gives him some info, and he befriends a robot, which helps him escape. And eventually, the aliens who had abducted him come back and find him again, and then he takes control over the ship. He's now the navigator. Of were they that uh, ship. were they good or bad aliens? Uh, they were good, I suppose. I don't know. There's it's what were really, they doing to him for 30 they, years? It's this sort of raping shallow. him over and over stuff. and over. Yeah. It's completely shallow on that end. Yeah, it doesn't really go into that. Detail. The alien's voice is uh, is Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> and uh, the ship, you know, talks to them. There's like this little alien that eventually manifests itself. And I think that's who Paul Rubens is supposed to be. Is this like a little sticky brown thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. like kind of gooey. I remember that. Yeah. Weird. Like, and like, uh, yeah, it was man, what a what a trip though. And the But does amount, it uh is it meant to paint NASA in a good light? 100%. Yeah, well, we were talking about how there's a theme running through a lot of 80s and 90s kids programming where you kind of have to take things on as your own as a kid and you can't trust the grown-ups. Like kids would notice there's a problem and they try to call attention to it to their parents and their parents are like, "Oh, get out of here, you know, you're bothering me." So the Which kids would have to kind of far off from how it was in the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. And then so they'd have to take off on their bikes You'd and be like, handle, "Mom, handle there's shit. there's a massive amount of kids at my Catholic school getting getting raped, you know." Oh, like, quit no, making no, up stories no, cuz no, you don't want to go to church yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so we were talking about how you can't, it's really telling kids that they can't trust their parents, but it always moves kids to trusting some other authority. And it's a lot of the time the oh, authority yeah. of the government, right? In this case, or NASA. the school, yeah. the teachers. Yeah. The teachers. Yeah, or, which is, so in, which the, is, 
they want the kid, the parents out of children's lives now. Right. And the, those eighties kids are now the ones with kids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, they were like, yeah, go to NASA. They have the scientists. They're going to take care well, of things. And I, remember, he somehow gets, uh, goes back rem- in time. Remember space camp. That was another NASA pr- propaganda film of the eighties. Yeah. I, I that, hadn't seen that one. That's, I think it's these, about kids that go to. They go to like NASA space summer camp or whatever it is, which yeah. was a real thing. Made me really want to go. Yeah, and then I remember. I a lot think of kids they like they get they accidentally get launched into space or something, and they have to use their training from the previous half week of space camp to <laughs> yeah. return to Earth or something like that. That's one that I definitely I remember remembering it more than I actually remember the the story itself or anything but i would imagine thinking back on that that whatever amount of nasa propaganda there was in flight of the navigator it was upped a few levels on on space camp for sure yeah for sure. Was, was space camp made by disney i wonder i don't know and you got you know obviously the obvious one is et but do you remember mac and me yeah <laughs> yeah that was the first movie i saw in the theater when i was really really little <laughs> Do you yeah. remember that it was an entire advertisement for McDonald's? Like McDonald's and Coca-Cola, like the whole Oh, movie. really? Even naming yeah. them Mac, like yeah. a Big Mac? Yeah, it's a Big Mac thing. So they were playing. There's a it? song and dance number in a McDonald's. Yeah. Like. With their everyone in their uniforms. It's just like a really bad 80s commercial. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I was uh, remembering on the way to work today for some weird reason? Is that going to a McDonald's or a Burger King for a birthday party was a really normal thing when I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember going to one when it was a little too old, like when it was kind of sad, like it was a kid no one was friends with. And I went out of pity, you know, like fourth or fifth grade. Out of pity. And because you wanted to go to McDonald's. Also because I was going to get free nuggets. I think it was actually Burger (laughs) King. They didn't even have a play area or anything. So it was kind of like, lame but i i totally had my preschool birthday party at a mcdonald's yeah i have a picture of myself like in nice clothes like in a mcdonald's bench seat like with fries yeah, I, I went to a lot of mcdonald's and i think you could probably buy like a package deal you know like you can get I'm a sure. yeah, cheeseburger sure. and some fries for children for sure. i think the original mcdonald's play place was somewhere in the portland area so i remember going to that oh, one whoa. Wow. it was pretty yeah. cool yeah so um, there, there's uh, the movie that comes to mind for me as the being like the most impactful to me and traumatizing. Um, a lot of people don't remember because I think it's because of where we are located. Um, it's called The Peanut Butter Solution. Have you ever oh. seen that? I don't know. Okay. So The Peanut Butter Solution is a Canadian film. It's a French Canadian film. So no. probably out of like Quebec area. Does but, it have I mean, uh, does it have subtitles? No, no, it's in English, but it does have Celine Dion doing original songs and, and, and some yeah. heavy French Canadian accents. I've seen yeah. the I've seen the Red Balloon, but I think that was actually French. Yeah, so it, this one's in peanut English. Peanut butter solution is but a mind fuck. It is for children. Traumatizing. So it's it's basically about this kid, and he goes into what is it like an abandoned house where homeless people hang out, and it's sees. Burnt burnt out it's like been burnt right so the story is that the night before some home bums died in a fire in this place and he's like dared to go inside and he does and you don't see what happens but he gets scared and like falls out of the window like down this chute that they had you know like a construction chute out of a window and so uh, the next day his hair all of his hair falls out and the doctor says that he lost all his hair from fright I got somehow got confused of that part when I was a kid and the, cause the dad out of the corner of his mouth says, maybe it's cause the cat slept on your head. And I thought you would lose all your hair if a cat slept on your head. So yeah. <laughs> that's still a thing, which you probably will cause cats are gross. Um, but so he loses all his hair and then well, the next night these, the ghosts come to his house, the ghosts of this homeless people and they tell him this recipe to make his hair grow back. And it involves like peanut butter and dead flies. <laughs> five, five dead flies. Yeah. A scoop of peanut butter. What kind of what kind of bums are they? Um, like kind of like harmless drunk bums, you know. Uh, like the blown out top hat and, and uh, the fingerless gloves, gloves yeah. you know, kind of yeah. uh, stereotypes. St- it was stereotype a stereotype of an old timey cartoon. Yeah, bum. male and a female. So 
<laughs> then they, um, so they really emphasize don't put too much peanut butter in this. Okay. They don't say why, but don't put too much peanut butter. So the kid mixes this up and it's too, it's too thin to like spread it on his scalp. It's too so funny. <laughs> he adds more peanut butter and to make and that, it thick but enough. It was thin. And that was the exact that was the exact recipe that he was then, supposed to use. Then but he added he, more peanut butter. After they told him not to. He paints this shit all over his head and it makes his hair grow back. Yeah. Okay. Then by the time he gets to school, it's like to his shoulders. And then it's like the kids are laughing at school because you can see it like growing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, subplot, there is this very angsty art teacher and he's french canadian he's very wee wee and like stereotype oh, like a, a french artist kid with his hair growing too much uh, yes yes so i he, kidnap i kidnap him <laughs> spoiler alert so this guy gets fired i think the teacher gets fired because well he's too passionate or whatever and so then he starts kidnapping kids well, I think he's already been kidnapping kids while he was a teacher. I don't he, think you just jump into that. No. So he <laughs> has this work up to it warehouse over with all these kids in matching like sweatsuits and they're, they're like making paintbrushes for him. But then he sees this kid with the hair growing crazy long and he's like, ah, oh, I'm going to make, make paintbrushes. So then he steals that kid. He drugs him with like pills crushed in yogurt. It's yogurt. It's my So he's like, all yogurt. these kids are just eating this yogurt. And he like, he's laying down with his hair coming out of a chute and they're, then all the kids in the factory are just like working, like cutting this hair and like making these paintbrushes. Do they have and, any like musical montages? No, oh, mu- yeah. no, well, no music. Celine Dion playing <laughs> yeah. while they're riding bikes. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure, uh, the montage is the when his big sister and his, of course, there's an Asian friend that's like techie. And in this Canadian, so they're progressive ahead of their years. So he, and they like follow this truck to find him in this warehouse or whatever. So, but the kicker, I had a a Chinese friend when I was in, uh, when I was a young, young boy, four or five years old and his dad owned a computer store. See, that's a stereotype. Mm, stereotype. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm always thinking like, you know, the Asian kid from Goonies with all his cool gear and stuff, this kid data. Yeah, he's he's a lot. This character in Peanut Butter Solution is a lot like that kid. Actually, he steals some of the peanut butter stuff after he sees his friend's hair growing and paints his downstairs. And and then you see like pubes growing out of the bottom of his pants later. (laughs) That's weird for a kid. Yeah. So anyway, they uh, then the the paintbrushes will paint magic pictures so that you can like walk into so then this like artist is crazy with power because he can like paint these amazing pictures that you can walk into and he paints the house that had been burned down and goes into the picture and the kid tricks him to go into that house and i guess i don't know the artist guy sees that fright and then he's like incapacitated and all the kids can get away we're we're getting into the the serious spoilers of it by giving away the end but yeah his hair falls out and then he chases the kids right what's really crazy though is that this guy in this movie what we watched which both lanny and i saw it multiple times when we were kids this was on tv and i think it's because we're so close to the border this was we would use our bunny ears and catch canadian programming yeah so it was like played on the canadian channel i was gonna bring that up i watched a lot there's a lot of canadian programming in the 80s for children yeah Mm -hmm. um nickelodeon's shows in the 80s were almost all canadian yeah you Mm -hmm. can't do that you can't do that on television and then uh I watched a lot of uh, the original Degrassi. Did you watch oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Fantastic, that Canadian, fantastic show. Canadian great, fun. great yeah. show. Good show. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that so much stuff comes from the Canadian broadcast communications. CBC, I think, is what, like, a yeah. lot of those a lot of those programs. There was also that show anyway. with uh, Dave Goulier, hmm. who was the comedian uncle on Full House. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. And apparently, yeah. I think he's Canadian because there's a the uh, Alanis Morissette songs about him. Oh yeah. Oh. She wasn't she on one of those shows. You can't do that yeah, on television. Like, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that on television. Yeah. There, there, hey, there's another kids '80s show that was pretty fucked up. It Was too. really weird. Yeah. You can't I, do I, that on television. I yeah. kind of like to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I'd seen it get since in there, I was a kid. See what Alistair was up to, and uh, <laughs> there's the I just I remember the cook. I remember yeah, people, he was really people dirty. Get, people yeah. getting slimed. People, yeah, yeah slimed. He was like, he, the cook would always be smoking and mm-hmm. be like, I yeah. heard that. 
and like coughing up phlegm and stuff. Stuff like, like garbage pail kids always reminded me of you can't do that on television. Yeah, you know, garbage that, pail that gross kids out were... humor from the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that peanut butter solution, when I think really normalized it, like uh, there was a lot of Stockholm syndrome is what they call it or whatever, right? Where the kids were all like just okay with being kidnapped. Yeah, and they were protecting the leader at times, you know, like there, there's there's a lot of conversations of the kids all, all dressed in the same clothes and they're going, well, we were thinking about trying to get out. Well, if you get out, like who's going to feed you, <laughs> you know, type of type of stuff. Like this guy takes really good care of us. Yeah. And it's like, but I had a family before and it's like, ah, but was your family any good? You know, like this, this is all right. What we got yeah, going on. yogurt that makes you feel yeah. weird. Good, good yogurt. Free, free paintbrushes. Yeah. So we have it on VHS. And if anybody needs to borrow it, didn't you <laughs> but, show it to Dario? On but Prime? we found that it was on Hulu. No, it was on Prime. Yeah. I watched it with Dario not that long ago. And he thought it was really weird. <laughs> he was like, not scared of it, though. Just kind of honestly a little bit disappointed that he wasn't afraid of it. But he was like, this is just really weird. I think because it was older, like it looks old. You know what I mean? The, yeah, and as look- Canadian, they're like a little bit behind us too. It's it's <laughs> older. It's low budget for what it is. It's low budget. Yeah, and it was it's probably, made for TV. It was like a made you know? for TV movie. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's of a different. It's cut of different cloth than anything that's on TV today. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, to jump back to uh, the flight of the navigator, though, and you talk like the robot idea, the robot being the savior is so through and through like all of the new kids movies right now like Mm. even uh our eight-year-old was just telling me about a movie he watched at his cousins when he had a sleepover the other night and it's like it was all about this robot that's specifically designed to be friends with people when that don't have friends or something like that and it was like what's that the marshals versus the machines is another new one where like the cell phones or like have drone robots that take over stuff. I didn't see any of that, but you guys told yeah. me about it. Kind it's of freaky. It's, it's like seems to really be getting everybody ready for like the being comfortable with the AI thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was that other one we watched? It was live action. And it was uh, basically like after an apocalyptic type situation. And there's like a bunch of gigantic insects and animals. So they can't go above ground. And then that kid takes off to go find a girl he used to like. Oh, that's a book series, uh, uh, Last Kids on Earth. No, this movie was different, but it was just like a lot like that. Uh, so okay. anyways, he, he takes off and at some point in the movie, he, he finds like in the rubble, this robot, apparently that used to be these things that everybody had in their house. And it looks like a person and it like shows him like heartwarming family photos on its chest screen and stuff for a while. Do you not remember this? Oh, I wish I could remember the name. Uh, it, it was weird it was actually kind of a good movie but it's like then all of a sudden even though it doesn't seem like really that relevant to the plot it like brings in this robot that makes him feel really good for a little while it's very strange wait was it a live action movie mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah 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 monsters I, for, I forgot about that part with that robot because yeah. it was so irrelevant to the rest of the, it was rest of the and movie. that's that's why i think it was surprising to me and especially because that robot brought such good feelings during a really scary like time for the character. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, that movie, that was cool. I wish I could remember the name of it. It had Michael Rooker, uh, you know, uh, Henry from Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. In, in, from, and he's like uh, yeah. a post-apocalyptic guy Walking who dead. like kind of, he's, he's like a uh, an asshole who kind of takes this kid under his wing and shows him that, oh, yeah, you can just take care of yourself. You don't got to rely on other people. It was a pretty cool character. Yeah. I wonder what that guy's up to these days. Oh, he's, he's, well, he did like Walking Dead. Oh, right. For a little while. And uh, did you ever see uh, that movie Slither? No, but I know what you're talking about. Slither's Slither's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) But, but yeah, let's try and try and stay on 80s stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah. You see, did you see that? Something wicked this way comes. Yeah, it was a it's a Ray Bradbury story. Uh, it was a I Disney. Know, I know Disney, Disney made well. the movie. Yeah, and it was. Um, what's it, was it awesome. about? What's it about? It's about. It takes place in like the 30s, I want to say. And uh, these two kids, they're kind of troublemakers. They get super stoked because the carnival's coming to town, but uh, oh oh, they they see that the carnival is coming to town because they're out and about at night. They kind of sneak out and they see this train come into town in the middle of the night. 
and it's a carnival, the dark carnival, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And uh, this, this guy, Mr. Dark has this carnival that mm, manipulates all the people in town. Mm -hmm. It takes all these people in the, in the early scenes, you get to know everyone. There's the guy who lusts after the women. There's the guy who's obsessed with gambling. The guy who's obsessed with smoking. All these people have these personality is it, traits. Is it like the seven deadly sins? Uh, maybe there's an aspect just whatever like somebody's bad, bad character trait. And they all get sucked into this carnival. And uh, the, the boys are kind of the only people in town who re realize that all, all these people are going giving giving their entire lives away to this carnival that's about to leave town and it's going to take them all they're going to they they seem to be lining up to be the new attractions for the place and uh yeah it gets really dark really crazy um it's it's a great story it's ray bradbury um there's there's other versions of it that exist but the the disney one was definitely front and center to me when i was a kid i don't know if we rented it or if it was on tv or what speaking of uh disney horror children children's horror movies did you guys ever yeah. watch uh watchers in the woods yes that oh, one was whoa. that one was scary yes i don't i haven't seen it since i was older so it's really like a whoa yeah totally i remember yeah. that yeah. It's not ringing a bell. I can't remember what it was about, but I can't remember it either. I but think I remember it, it being like, really scary. This girl, like different dimensions and all sorts. It was, I think that one was from the 70s. Hmm. There was a lot of really weird. I, it was like, yeah, you're on your own as a kid and there's scary ass shit happening. And it's a lot of that was Disney stuff, yeah. which is weird because that, like, when I was growing up, if you ever had Mormon friends, they were only allowed to watch Disney movies. It was like yeah, all the right. real religious um, strict families. I used to watch uh, Walt Disney Presents every uh, Sunday Sunday night. Yeah, They had a scary movie on there called Mr. Uh, Boogity. Mr. Oh, Boogity. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was just thinking of when you mentioned I had that. that yeah. I had that one on taped on VHS. I used to watch that one yeah. a lot. I, I would and watch it that had like, the, all, It had the, the dad from uh, License to Drive. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, he, he owned a like comedy store. And they moved, right? Magic store. A magic. And so he had like the chattering <laughs> teeth, yeah. you yeah. know, that wind up chattering teeth. And I thought it was all trick. Was it a magic store? Because I thought Ma it was all magic tricks. And tricks and stuff. Because he was you know? like playing pranks on his kids the whole time. They were really not impressed. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a vague memory. But... We tried to watch that again with Dario and we didn't even make it through the whole thing. I'm like, this is really bad. Man. It, wasn't, it wasn't as fun to rewatch, but I loved it when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what else Disney did that did a number on my head? Did you ever see that sequel to The Wizard of Oz, Return to Oz? Yeah. That's the one. But is that the I one with the flying really. monkeys and stuff? No, the that's wheelers. the original. The, the wheelers. wheelers. Yeah. They're like on roller. They're like weird things like on rollerblades on their hands and feet. Yeah. Except yeah. they weren't. They weren't as gay as rollerblades. <laughs> they were just like regular roller skates. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> Not in line. That's a big difference. They, uh, they, it, it's, it got fucking freaky that mm -hmm. movie because the queen of oz whatever is that what queen, she was the know, queen, of queen of whatever who dorothy she kind of takes dorothy under her wing she's she's very nice she has a uh this this nice face about her but quickly they learn that she has a keyhole under her chin and she can remove her head and she has this hall full of heads. Like and all in glass cases, like all these heads oh, lined up. And they all have different personalities. Around. So as Dorothy came in with her and it was like, oh, she's really nice. And she's doing all these things. It was real great until she took off her Oh, head. yeah. And the child is uh, that one chick. She's from the movie The Craft and Waterboy. I can't think of oh, her. She's yeah. got dark um, hair. Feruza Bulk. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, she was young in that. She was like a early teen probably 13 there was a there was a moment when the the main her main head maybe like it's her original head or something the really evil head like she wakes up in the glass case and she's going dorothy gale <laughs> and that yeah oh man that, that whole head. movie really it was yeah really that one i saw out. when i was a kid several times and it was weird it also had tiktok in it a, a robot 
oh, man yeah. that had needed to be wound up and see this is like a steam, steampunk version of what I've been talking about. Yeah, he yeah. was definitely some antiquitech like stuff. Yeah. He was uh, friendly too, though. The that like only friend she had is this robot again. You know, oh, it's like a theme. It's true, which is weird. And he was really cute. But there's like a whole lot that goes into the whole Wizard of Oz. Frank L. Baum wrote that. They had, they had a bunch you know. of Michael. Michael Jackson did some Wizard of Oz stuff too, right? Captain yeah, EO. The Oz. Oh, um, okay. Was it called the Wiz. The Wiz. The Wiz was that? Was that stuff? Michael Jackson? Yeah, I oh, think okay. so. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I've never heard a breakdown, but I've heard people like, I don't know, like I want to say like I've heard Crow reference the alchemical aspects or the 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 occult aspects of Wizard of Oz that it's it's all through all of that stuff. But I haven't really examined it from that angle. I think that Frank Baum, who wrote that stuff, was a Mason. I think really? that's right. Yeah, he he like had some there's some there's some question behind him. That'd be worth looking into. I even saw a movie. It would have been, you know, mid eighties starring uh, John Ritter from three's company. Yeah. I love that dream, guy. The dreamer of Oz where he played Frank Baum coming up with these oh, characters yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember it that well. My favorite. And, John and I bet they didn't touch on him being a Freemason. If it, <laughs> if that's what the case yeah. was a little later on, but my favorite John Ritter movie is stay tuned. Do you remember oh, that stay one? tuned yeah yeah that's, he goes to they good. get sucked into hell and like he's like a dude who loves tv and hell is just like a bunch of tv channels yeah, of yeah. Like, trapped going from channel to channel but it's it's hell tv yeah the so names of the shows satanic. are so good three men and rosemary's baby yeah uh, uh, different, uh, different strokes. strokes it's just old like, guys uh, in bed oh i can't feel my arm oh i feel like my chest hurts <laughs> different <laughs> strokes get it yeah that was uh that's that's classic but i also saw that when i was pretty young and it's all about hell and like i don't know it's, it's a satanic just, movie yeah. i mean like it's the idea that's, of the movie is that it's a satanic satellite dish and who sold by jeffrey jones satan is is that jeff is that, that i don't remember name? if he's satan but he's like the agent of the satan principal from ferris bueller's day off who's now in Who prison think, for oh, that guy's a pedophile yeah, yeah he yeah. went on to to in, to get in trouble for her yeah he was in uh ravenous remember that movie yeah that's a good mm-hmm. movie I, my brother oh my brother-in-law threw up while we were watching that really yeah a spoiler alert is it the that's the cannibal one right the yeah it's, the, it's the one with like the um it's like the donner party mixed with like some like native american when wendy go yeah. Stuff yeah 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 like that yeah, yeah that's totally good i have that on vhs too yeah yeah classic stuff mm-hmm. let's see anything else i don't know the watcher in the woods i'm gonna check that out again that's good yeah watchers in the woods watchers in the woods yeah. i think that's the way it is yeah yeah i think they might have redone that not more recently or something like that came up again Uh well you know something that's notable we were mentioning modern kids stuff i i assume you don't watch anything childlike uh, intended today from from modern times is that right adam that's uh correct yeah why why would you (laughs) except for the my little pony stuff because i heard he was a brony or whatever i'm a a huge spike cohen fan (laughs) did you guys did you that's how he got his name really spike I, I've spikes, never heard spikes that. Like, uh, spikes like uh, that. Uh, one of the one of the male um, My Little Ponies. Yeah, wow. uh-huh. oh, yeah, he's he's a for real brony. I did not know that. Wow, my yeah, opinion just, of him has completely changed <laughs> in the last. I needed a seconds. reason to hate the LP more. Bunch of freaks. Well, something I was going to point out about a lot of newer stuff, uh, like there's a bunch of kids programming that like our eight-year-old likes to watch that i'm pretty sure when i sit down and watch it with them it's more intended for me at 40 years old mm-hmm. maybe not more for me at 40 than him but equally for me at 40 than it is for him um like for instance uh mickey mouse you know we all know Mickey Mouse. We all grew up with Mickey Mouse. Our parents grew up with Mickey Mouse. And I'm sure what we had in the 80s, like 80s Mickey Mouse was different than 
uh, 60s or 30s Mickey Mouse, right? Like, it's was always- there was there 80s Mickey Mouse, like new Mickey Mouse cartoons? Yeah, to some degree. I mean, I can't think of anything. I would think of anything. We had, uh, when we were good, we got the Disney Channel. Uh-huh. And I was like a reward, like, if you do, you know, this for a month, we can get the Disney Channel again. Then you'd fuck up and get it taken away. <laughs> but um, I think I was watching, like, a lot of the original. Well, not okay. the, like, so at the least- stuff, the 50s and 60s stuff. Like '90s, at least there was specials like there was, Fantasia. That I can't think of Mickey Mouse, but there were there were shows like Rescue Rangers, where it was Chip well, and there's, Dale. There's Ducktales and Ducktales. Ducktales was a big one for me. I mean, I was and, like, and that was every, different that's, than that's every every day after school. Ducktales for sure. Yeah, right, right. I I love Ducktales, and in fact, Ducktales is going to come up here. Um, but uh, uh, Mickey Mouse in its 20 i don't know when it when this stuff would have started if i had to guess i'd say 2016 2018 something like that there's like a reboot of mickey mouse it's all 10 minute short cartoons like the old mickey ones except it's modern and i'll be damned if that's not it's it's made by people my age and it's all like shout outs to people our age Mm -hmm. like everything about it is uh it's like a little bit gross it's a little bit Ren and stimpy like totally um it's got i don't know it's bizarre really? it, yeah it's very, really good very, like, it's, really it's, like a, it. it's actually good what's it but on some, you can get it on the disney plus disney plus oh, yeah, or, there's, yeah, so. or there's a free disney one uh disney now and it's up on there too you just have to watch ads um it's all on YouTube as well. Maybe not all, but there's a bunch of it on YouTube. But who is it that does the Mickey's voice now? Paul Rat- Radish? Radish isn't his name? No, it's like a Dinanopolis. Oh, yeah. I name, can't remember. But that's not correct. Yeah. What was he from? Silicon Valley? He was in Silicon Valley. He was the Trace Comas guy on Silicon and Valley. S- some other stuff too. But anyway, yeah. Um, but but all of it is it's like really, you know, Ren and Stimpy is a really good comparison. It takes it takes Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, all the all the normal ones, but they're all they're animated different. They have different attitudes. It's very bizarre. Um, like there's like a whole episode about them going to Potato Land. They're so excited to go to Potato Land, and Potato Land is Idaho. But yeah. Goofy was just confused, and he thought it was like an amusement park when he was a kid, and he really wants to go back. So they so they spend the whole time trying to convince Goofy that uh, Idaho is a big amusement park, and you know potatoes are fun to play with, and, and they make like a big circus town out of mashed potatoes or something. I don't know. And, and it's, it's really great. bizarre and like pretty funny. But it's like yeah. that's it's humor for someone my age, not for the little and the kid still likes it. They love yeah. it. Is but it a real that... animation? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I mean, maybe I've, it's. Got I've some tried flash, to watch. But... Um, I used to have a stepson, and I used to try to watch like some. I I remember trying to watch like Pink Panther. I looked it up on YouTube, you know, because I love Pink Panther, mm-hmm. and like watching it with this little like five year old kid in, you know, two thousand ten. Like he mm-hmm. he didn't get it. Like, cause all they yeah. had, at, all he'd seen was like CGI stuff. Yeah. Right. Now this I is tried to this watch is... Scooby Doo with him. He didn't like any of that. Really? Oh. This is a bit of a throwback, animation wise. Yeah, uh, it definitely it, looks more re- like retro style. In some ways, yeah, it looks more like 1930s Mickey Mouse than it does the stuff we grew up with. But then, it's got a much much different flavor in the way that they interact and talk it's a little more hyper and uh and it's got gross out humor and stuff like that well then with uh ducktales the and new then, ducktales reboot reboot is a really good it's really really good especially if you liked ducktales as a kid i didn't especially. even know they were, had redone it yeah. yeah they redid it they did what three is it three seasons, seasons and and put it and they called it good yeah and uh it, it's actually really good really involved connective story through all of them uh it's uh it's everything in it is a love letter to old duck tales and yeah. tailspin and like uh darkwing duck and like they there's so many like callbacks to all of that stuff we remember and that's why you can really tell it's written by people like us that watched that stuff when they were a kid 
and they like care about it. Whereas mm-hmm. when you go back to watch the DuckTales, I don't know if you've ever done that. It's not that great. Like all of the three DuckTales kind of have the same voice and they don't really have their own personality. They, they literally have the same voice. This, One person does this, all three of the, the little yeah. ducks. The stories don't really go anywhere, but like, I don't know. There was this time in the eighties and like early nineties where there was a lot of kids programming where it really felt like there was like a boardroom of like fat guys with cigars covering on cigars like who cares just put it out there you know kids are are idiots anyway just get just animate it and get it out like if you've ever seen the freaking super mario brothers super show is the best example of that oh that is the worst shit that has ever existed they're just like kids love the mario put this thing out there and it's just this what was he a wrestler the guy who plays him he's like a Uh, pro wrestler Oh, I can't think of his oh, name. He's just this fat guy. Hey, and they're a, from Brooklyn. They have Brooklyn accents. And I'm like, Mario's Italian. Like, you play the video game, you know, he's like, a pasta spaghetti. He's not like, hey, get a sandwich or whatever. You know, like, they're they, uh, just so bad. When when was this one out? That 80s. was like late, like mid to late 80s. Are you talking about the movie? No. No, it was before that. It was yeah. on. It was on TV. And it had live action Mario and Luigi introducing the cartoons. Then there was cartoons, and then sometimes there was like a. And Zelda, they were a couple plumbers from, uh, from Brooklyn. <laughs> what, what station was this on? What and what oh, cartoons were they? You. What cartoons were they introduced? So they just introduced the was Mario a, cartoons it, and uh, Zelda cartoons. Mario and Zelda cartoons. I never saw these when I was a kid. I don't we, remember any of this. We found this on Netflix at some point when. When our our eight year old was little, because he really liked Mario stuff, so he'd want to watch it all the time. But even like the theme song is a joke; like it makes no sense. They're like, "Do the Mario" is the the theme song, like it's going to be a dance. They're going to instruct you, "Do the Mario," and then it's just like, "Swing your arms from side to side." Like, come on, everybody, do the Mario. It's jump like, and turn around, and then you go like this. It's just do the Mario. It's just really like, like people like. <laughs> stopped writing it at some point and the guy just improvised and he's not an actor and in the cartoons of the mario stuff it's nonsense it's like i i can't even begin you know it's just like hey there's a bad guy over there no why don't you go and jump on his head yeah okay i'll jump on his head and then it uses sound effects from the game and they stomp on its head yeah and then we'll keep going hey look i bet the princess is over that way yeah let's go that way Oh no, flying fish are coming at us. It's we better jump on their heads. It really feels like the people were just like, we can make money out of this. We have we can put no effort into it at all. I, I feel yeah. like they also they looked at the game and they went, Well, there's no real plot here. It's just some guys running around jumping on heads and trying to save a princess. So we need to put the same level of of <laughs> of thought into the cartoon if we're gonna make a cartoon. When they they seem to maybe miss the fact that what was fun about Mario is that you're playing not the story unfolding because the story is just the same thing over and over again, get to the end of a level and be told that the princess is not here, but the next castle and then do the same thing and then not here, but the next castle. Yeah. Until you get get to eight, four. Yeah. Did you have a, any Nintendo entertainment system in your house when you were a kid? Yeah. It's the last, last thing I ever had. Yeah. I never, I never progressed past it. No, I never got a super Nintendo or anything. No. No. I had friends that had Super Nintendos, and then I had a friend who had a Super Duper Nintendo. That's That's Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I never, uh, I never continued with. I love like if I could go play like Nintendo video games right now, I'd, I would enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I would not enjoy going to play Halo or no. like right. first person shooter yeah. games right now. That or FIFA. That like that has no interest. Yeah. I'm All those in that. just went right over my head as they came. But out. I'll, I'll go. I'll go play Contra for a couple hours right Heck now yeah. if I could. Sure. You know, do we have that on the arcade machine? We have that on our arcade machine. <laughs> Does that thing work? Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. plug it in next never time I come it over? On for you, yeah. Contra is my favorite. That thing's pretty cool. It's all original Nintendo hardware. Mm-hmm. It was a. Uh, it was a uh, Mike, not a Mike Tyson, uh, just a regular punch out arcade machine oh, at yeah. some point and someone bought a mod uh, whatever arcade it was in bought a mod kit and they changed it to this this uh play choice 10 that's what it says on the yeah, side nintendo yeah. play choice 10 where it would you could play up to uh, five different no it's 10 different nintendo games you could put them in there 
and play yeah. them as an arcade. And you paid instead of a quarter per game, you paid a quarter for five minutes. And it was okay. almost an advertisement to get you to in the arcade go, well, shit, I could be playing this at home. Like, all I got to do is beg my mom for. Yeah, just you could sample 10 different. Yeah, you could be like, mom, it's, it's a it's a dollar for 20 minutes. Yeah. But I, we could just or buy, you could buy it and never have to give me yeah. a quarter again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah um. Did you guys have a, a local uh, video arcade in the yeah. northwestern Washington area, like a chain or just one? Uh, we had one. We had bears. Do you remember bears. bears? Yeah, I remember I had a token for a long time after. I don't know if that was part of a chain or, or Seems not. We, like had, uh, we had Wonderland here. They still mm-hmm. have them, but they're like more like they just have like ski ball and like those really crappy like dinosaur video games now. But mm-hmm. back in the 80s, it was a nickel arcade. I went to a lot of I, I went up. to a lot of birthday parties at there. Like you show up to oh, the birthday yeah. party, you get four rolls and nickels, and the parents come back in three hours. You know that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I grew up near a college, and there was a laundry mat right down the street, and so we had a couple machines in there, but not. Yeah, that's what I think of more arcade. for playing video games was finding good laundry mats. Yeah, there'd be like two two machines in each one, and be like, oh. That one has Donkey Kong or, you know, like whatever. And yeah. Even recently we found a really good machine in a one, like just when Dario was real little. Yeah. It was that one. Um, I forget that it's like something TV smash TV. Oh yeah. Smash. Where you had two, two uh, joysticks and one was your direction and one was your gun. And yeah. You just like on a single screen at a time trying to kill everybody. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Those games are fun. Yeah. Past Tetris and Pac-Man and stuff. I I lose interest. Yeah. I liked uh, Shinobi. I liked uh, Rolling Thunder. They're kind of the same game, but just with different aesthetics. I kind of remember Shinobi. It was a ninja. ninja yeah. Game. You're like a ninja, but you're just like walking right, ducking, yeah. throwing ninja stars, ducking behind a box. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. much it. I got, I got Would Ninja like Gaiden. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden was good too. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. Hey, hey, can you hi. hear us? Probably hey, not. Hi, she, can, no, she can't hear you. I can hear through the headphones. <laughs> oh, look, you just have to snuggle. That's so nice. Aww. Hi, Aww. good to see you. So we want to have you both on eventually and talk family and homesteading stuff. Okay, we'd yeah. love to. That'd yeah, as we as we progress with this. Like so far, we've only done ones. This is you're our first guest. This is our first yeah. time having a guest right now. Yeah, but I've been uh, I've been talking with a few people in this community, and I'm every time I'm reaching out, I find myself saying, "Hey, let's talk about raising kids or families or things like that." So I think that might kind of end up being a yeah, marriage, families, making a home. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm infinitely interested in other people with kids how they're handling, you know, homeschool, like some of the more basic stuff that's easy to think about. But then like, I'm really curious, how does someone go about telling their kids about flat earth? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like how people balance some, some, some more far out ideas with, with children and stuff like that. So I hope, I hope this kind of goes in that direction. So I can kind of ask questions like that to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you saw our the t-shirts I made. Yeah, they're rad. Thank you. So the one I sent you, I'm excited if you want to use it. Uh, I didn't know if you want the Deborah Gets Red Pilled logo incorporated in some way or maybe on the put, back uh, of the shirt. And like just, you did. We could put into the apocalypse. On oh, the there back. you go. Yeah. So I should make some into the apocalypse logo and stick it on there somewhere. Maybe on the back of the shirt like you did for your Tartaria shirts. Yeah. Cool. yeah. cool. And then I'll send it to you so you can put it on whatever you want yeah yeah we got to make ones out of the out of the ones that bags drew for us too oh that picture is so cool yeah, yeah it's really awesome yeah i'm honored by that yeah, yeah i didn't know that i always wanted to see you drawn in a spacesuit, but <laughs> once i saw that i i realized that was you think dream. i look good drawn in a spacesuit? <laughs> wait till you see me in a spacesuit for real because yeah. uh you know i'm a, did I tell you I'm going to go to space? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's my plan. Okay. Yeah, do it. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to prove that it's real or well, fake. Okay, <laughs> one or the other. <laughs> so, guys, what's the what's the difference and what's the what's the agenda with our children's programming compared to 
Dario's? That's a good question. I don't know. I see a lot of similarity, but in the older ones, I always see them trying to separate kids from their parents to trust some other outside source, trust science, trust the government, trust NASA. And then today, I think it's more like kids aren't allowed to go and explore on their own. They yeah. like never get, they never get out of Like that. don't leave. It's all about technology now. And now it's Not all about everything. technology, robots and. But just about everything every, on yeah. some level or another. Like, I don't know. I can't handle a lot of kids programming today. Yeah, we're very um, selective of what we watch together it'll, as a family. There'll be something on and I'm just like, I can't, I can't even look at this. It's making me sick. Uh, like, uh, you guys had boss baby on that one was really bad. The newest, the first one was funny, but the, the newest boss baby was all about some, some guy taking over them. And they were all sitting in front of computer screens being like hypnotized. And then I don't know, going into like a metaverse type situation. I couldn't even watch all of that one. Yeah. It was all about how how disturbing is Wally nowadays. Right. Right. Yeah. I know it's, um, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of technology. Everything where, is Wally now in a certain sense. Yeah. I mean, like, but it's I not, mean, it's not portrayed as bad. Yeah. It's, it's Wally not was like, bad. that was a sad movie, but now it's portrayed as this is like, maybe there's struggles within it, but it's always also the way to solve things is mm-hmm. the technology. And so you think there might be bad robots, but there's always a good robot you can trust. There's also when we were kids, everything had an element of adventure to it Mm -hmm. which i wouldn't say is gone but there but as much as there was an element of adventure when we were kids there's an element of either technology or more specifically video games uh in everything everything adventure is the video games or everything gets related to video games um now i i I mentioned yeah uh, yeah in modern stuff uh i mentioned a book series that me and dario read uh the last kids on earth, which is, it's actually pretty cool, you know, for, for a, a young kids novel series. Uh, it's like a, a post-apocalypse situation for kids. Um, but within that, and the book is okay. I mean, it does it a lot, but it's, if you're reading it, it feels different. Everything is related to this kid staying alive. Like it's a video game. Because all he knew before the apocalypse was video games. So now he has to fight the bad guys and the monsters that have taken over the world. And he kind of like sets himself up that it's like accomplishment achieved. You know, um, I don't know. It's got kind of a video game feel. But then more recently, they've made it into a TV series. And I was kind of stoked like, hey, yeah, like, let's check this out. And it just it throws everything out and makes it into this kid is playing a video game. Like, I mean, they don't actually say that. It's supposed to be the really the apocalypse, but he's he's going about it as though it's a video game. And he and all of his friends, you know, it's like, hey, we need to get from here to there. Like, how will we do it? It's an obstacle course, and it just looks like a video game, feels like a video game. Right. Now, have but, you seen Ready Player One? No. I heard, uh, I heard it's pretty good. What do you guys think? I mean if good like makes you sick to your stomach for watching it yeah like Like, it did a good job like disturbing good yeah it like pulled you in and it's like a good movie and it's well made but i just saw it like this is our future like everyone lives in these fema trailers that are stacked up on top of each other like in an apartment style and they all just hook into like these vr headsets and like with some of them with full body suits on a treadmill type thing where they can run and like lean without you know leaving their little space and their yeah. the suits they're wearing are haptic like they can feel stuff uh they can they can fight and feel each other punching each and other they all have their avatars that they live as and like they come out of that just to go eat or whatever so, so there's like a sad level of predictive programming about the metaverse yeah, so, there. It's, so it's 2022 and then yeah. a lot of it takes place inside of this metaverse as well most of it does yeah. takes place more in there than in the dystopian fema trailer world and um within that like i think that the movie was very successful i think a lot of people who said that it was good said that because there was so much nostalgia in mm-hmm. the movie uh it was it it's constant references to stuff that's 
some of it's stuff I get. There's some stuff that was a bit younger for, like, for people a bit younger yeah, than me. Yeah, there's lots of like Pac-Man or like video game stuff from that era. And then there's like more 90s stuff, like for my brother's age. Right, right. Younger than me. Um, like uh, the Iron Giant is one of the characters uh-huh. in the metaverse. I don't know if you remember that movie. You would have been that, too That was like it. 90s. Yeah. Um, other stuff that was beyond, but then, but then it also like talks about Atari games and things like that, but everything in this world is it's people living in the, in the, in the, um, in the, in this, in this, uh, virtual reality world, building things for themselves to occupy themselves inside of the place. Uh, right. With a contest. That if you win it, you're you get control of this universe. And it's like like there's like people who like say build fake cars inside of here to sell to people to go play on the racing game. And 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 within there, they have to like walk around and find these parts and bring them back to their shop. And there's and some kind together. of currency being exchanged and stuff. I don't know. Like I almost want to watch it again because I think like I know I understand more about that now than i did at the time like we, I would, we hadn't heard the word metaverse yet no when we watched, when we watched it, it yeah. i'll check it out then but it's like my uh, my eight-year-old definitely thought it was really cool and it was like for a kids that age thinking about like the video games i like to play what if i could go and be in them you know is like probably really exciting it's just a primer for all of those kids to just be super happy to plug themselves in what if i could make money which none of the money is real. It's all in in the. But you can. It, it is real because you can spend it in the game. You can and, spend it in the it, game. Yeah. But you know you can make money by being a good driver and racing in this game, or you could make money building cars for the people to race, or just designing a track for the race, or you know like whatever else. Like you know, it it, it hits on a lot of Allison McDowell kind of stuff i don't know if you're too familiar with her um she's the one that uh like won't go on like a rock fin show because they use crypto right yes that yeah, sounds that sounds like crypto i have i probably heard her i should probably go back and listen to her again she she blew my mind i'd heard her before watching that movie and she was talking about um the metaverse basically and that it's that's being constructed right now by getting kids into Minecraft mm-hmm. and kids building the universes with which they will play in because that will become something with a viable currency within the place. So like if like I, I don't know if you're familiar enough with Minecraft, but Minecraft, you just like you can build stuff, whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't quite understand, but <laughs> just you can build a building. And I think theoretically i don't know that this happens but you could build a really cool building and it's online and you could like sell someone that building and be like hey you want to yeah, bring your character in here and play around i built an arby's you want to <laughs> want to hang out in the arby's <laughs> you know i don't know whatever yeah uh it, yeah they had like, like travis scott at a at a concert in minecraft was it in minecraft i thought that was fortnite i oh, think fortnite. it was fortnite which isn't a building one. I think I no. think that's one where you just they, kill It's like people. a melee fighting Yeah, just shooting and fighting. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because then that he's having a concert where everyone's just running around shooting each other. I guess. Sounds I, like real life, I, I quite, guess. I cannot <laughs> quite wrap my head around it, to yeah. be honest. So it's definitely like every all the kids programming now is starting to get you comfortable with robots and technology and the internet and looking for your solutions and your friendship from ai like relationships and friendships from from artificial intelligence and i don't know if you've ever seen it i can't remember what it's called but i sent you a a youtube commercial for this thing and it was a real commercial for a real thing that you can buy it was like a thousand or two thousand dollars but it was a robot and it was comforting this kid who had been teased at school in the commercial kids like none of my friends like me and the parents are like this is real yes this is real the parents are like oh so sad here let's give him this robot and so they hand this robot and like shut the door to his bedroom and leave him in there with this robot how big is the robot remember the nintendo robot yeah like um, like this i never had one of those that would have been rad yeah and so the the (laughs) robot's like to the kid oh it's sad why don't you think of one thing that makes you happy 
oh, I'll remember that you like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And then like, it's like just going on and on to like, today you should go to school and tell, you know, you know, four people that you like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's like, just trying to like make this kid socialize. It was like selling it that this, this robot will help your kid. So be able to socialize and not be so awkward. I'm like, Hell, that's fucking robot is making them awkward. Yeah, that's gonna guys, be their only friend. You guys need to start like working on an arranged marriage, like right now, because there's not gonna be anything. I like am that absolutely impossible. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. anytime like I meet new people in our little community here, I'm always like, how many kids do you have? And then I'm like doing math, see like, well, she's six years older now, but when he's eighteen, <laughs> yeah. it's not that yeah. big of a difference. If she waits, <laughs> yeah. then it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, then with our one-year-old, that's even harder. I'm like, just like parents not wearing masks at the park. And I'm like looking at their, their two-year-old, like "Hmm." (laughs) (laughs) maybe she'd be into him. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's going to get older and he's going to be of a generation of people who've never gone out without a mask on. Yeah. And they're all going to live in fear of whatever. And he's going to be like, what are y'all talking about? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, what? maybe maybe they'll be in the metaverse and we we won't have to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. That's right. I think they're going to figure out some ways to start separating us between yeah. now and 18 years from now. I don't know. I know. I think about um, with our eight-year-old, like, if he wants to, like, I used to say, oh, he'll, like, run away and rebel by, like, wanting to join the ROTC or, like, or, like young Republicans or uh, be in the military or maybe just go eat or a peanut now butter it's sandwich. Just, just be a communist. <laughs> but yeah, go and be like, yeah. no, wearing a mask is good. But now I'm like, if he runs away, he's just going to run away into the metaverse. We won't. We have to stay up on this. Like I, I joined Zoom. I was like, well, we have to stay up on this st- stuff. Otherwise, we'll like lose our kids to it eventually. Someday we'll come home and he's just like drooling on himself on the couch, like with this <laughs> like, like headset the guy, on. Like the <laughs> South Park guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, we're at over an hour. Oh, we are. Mm-hmm. Went by fast. Yeah. 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 That was fun. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to watch uh, the watch, Watcher. Watchers in the Woods. Watchers in the Woods. Watchers Plural. in the Woods. Yeah. Plural. Yeah. Watchers in the Woods. And yeah, check out our t-shirts. I'm going to put a link in the description here. And I'll send you uh, the Mary Weather Lewis didn't kill himself yeah, t-shirt. Be so you can put seller. that up. That's yeah. going to be a big one. A lot of people want Are you that. guys on like uh, on podcatchers yet? So we just have an RSS feed. So I haven't figured out how to move it anywhere besides where I built it, which is Podbean. So our website. Oh, through they, they probably have a little uh, section where you can. Yeah. So I've been trying to, to get it. Submit to everything. There's like something with pixels with the picture. And that's where I keep getting stuff. Oh, so okay. every day I work on it for a few minutes. So eventually yeah. we'll get where it'll be easier. But for now, you got to grab our RSS feed. Got it. Yep. And then, which I have posted on our Instagram page as well as it's on the Podbean website. All yep. Right. We got an email. And how to find you, anyone listening to this already knows. Yeah, I think yeah. it's impossible for someone to know of us and not know of <laughs> the excellent, excellent podcast Deborah gets red pilled. And the spin-off, more recent spin-offs. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders and into I think the chicken, I think chicken tenders is over. Yeah. Yeah. My co-host doesn't want to continue on just because of fear of having to work in Portland and people finding mm. out. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. That's, you know, there's that, reasons. That's too bad. I mean, I've, I've thought that chicken tenders is really kicking ass. Um, She's not worried about that one. She's just worried about them finding my other shit. It's asso- yeah. what it's associated with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Nazism, proud boys, you know, <laughs> all, all the stuff that you stand by. Wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. we should, if, if you guys were really ending it, uh, maybe it would make, since at that point, if we keep this going, like have a monthly chicken tenders episode over here with like the four of us talking homesteads, yeah, give us give us a good chance to talk about what we're doing over here. You know, as as winter ends and we get into spring, we'll both have plenty of things to talk about. I'm sure on the homestead front. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. Uh, I'm talking to the guy from Food Forest Abundance on 
Sunday to kind of get a plan. And I, I don't know, I think I might put in notice soon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, so that's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm stoked. You were mentioning those chemtrails earlier when, when, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Cause I love chemtrails. <laughs> uh, when Lanny mentioned that to me, I was like, sweet. Adam's looking at the sky. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a good, it's a cool picture. Awesome. There's a, also a green orb in it. Yeah. I saw that. Oh. It was and you like, can see our, you can see our pasture. Yeah. It's a nice, looks uh, like a beautiful to, area. I'll check it out yeah, a little later. I love it. That's great. Yeah. So if you're not on the Denver gets red pilled telegram page yet, that you should do that too. Yeah. Get in there. But again, the only people listening to this yeah. heard about it from that Denver gets red pilled Telegram I'm, page. So I'm trying to get on Telegram. It's uh, I'm having a hard time with it. Yeah, yeah. through your I'm, MP3 I'm pers- player. I'm personally having a hard time. Well, he's gonna he was gonna do it because he could do an app on his new computer, but then it needed a, a phone number. It wants me still to put in my phone number just to start an account and to start i already used our house landline phone number to do it and they like called me with a code like to type in i was like oh, this yeah. is a code yeah so uh, i'll keep taking baby steps forward we'll see maybe you can use my landline even um, if he does he's just gonna lurk so yeah I, don't know. I might i might get into it yeah maybe I'd, nice people in there i'd like yeah. to be more interactive in those types of channels mostly yeah but... it's mostly just chemtrails and like uh, homesteading stuff just yeah, that's, that's my it. that's my life right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chemtrails, chickens, roosters, sourdough starters. Yeah. Oh, uh, we got that tarot chick tomorrow, so we should think of some stuff to ask her. Yeah. You should think of some stuff, Lanny, that you want cool. us us to ask her. I want to cool. know. I want to know. You how can. Hung, uh, you can. How uh, Michelle Obama is. Yeah, you can. She's already answered that. She said it's not. She's not a man. I have oh. like forty-eight questions, but they're all about all <laughs> yeah. about all Michelle Obama's legs. <laughs> so. Just like random people's dicks, like in yeah. general, not just. That. Yeah, I'm gonna get Deborah to come on it too. So. Well, you know, I've never actually met Deborah via so. Zoom or any other channels. So I've had a awesome. lot of imaginary conversations with her <laughs> when listening to the show. Yeah. Well, maybe you could have her as a guest. That would be great. That's a I wonderful thought idea. of that. I haven't thought of that either. Oh, that's look awesome at Adam like pulling it, pulling out all the stops here, making it a yeah. great space. <laughs> yeah, and then I can just like I can just come on too and just hang out to make her feel comfortable. It's fun. Yeah, I listened to you guys um on Moral Bob's Flat Earth talk. Yeah, that was a good that one. Was, huh? That was pretty fun. Yeah. 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 Of Moral Bob's uh flat earth stuff. That was that was the best. That's the best episode. Yeah. Of yeah. So far. Yeah. It's a it's a great listen. You guys should check it out. Check it out. Okay. All right. All right well, guys. thanks. Have a good thanks night. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be the first guest. I'm yeah. Uh, yeah, we're so happy to have you. Cool. Thanks. See you All soon. Right. Bye. Bye guys.